Drop the Subject. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a black lesbian mayor, huh? <laughs> I know. Good job, Chicago. Chicago has done it. I'll tell you, Chicago needed good news right about now, and I think they got it. Is she the first, um, Ali, is she the first, not, she's not the first lesbian mayor ever, is she? No, I think she's the first black lesbian mayor of a major city. She might actually be the first black lesbian mayor. Does it upset you that black gets top billing over lesbian in the title? No, no. I think that just black lesbian rolls off the tongue better than lesbian black mayor. So if, I don't think it's about notor. I don't think it's about which one's more important. If two people named lesbian and black were going to host a morning show, it would be. It wouldn't be lesbian and black people in the be black and lesbian. Can't say that. Anyway, hi. It's uh, your friends. Drop the subject is back why on the radio. Stop talking. About now you understand why uh, they call the show Drop the Subject because oftentimes people get nervous when we start talking about anything, and sometimes that means they keep listening and tell friends and download the radio.com app, and other times uh, they freak out and run down the hall and tell us to immediately turn our microphones off. But big exciting news that transpired in the last um, uh, what twelve hours? Yeah, I, guess. I know. Uh, yeah, I woke up to this alert. Um, do you know what her name is? You're setting me up to say something that's going to get me fired. No. So I'm just going to say it is Jill Smith. No. Jill Smith, the black lesbian mayor of Chicago. We will be welcoming Mayor Lori Lightfoot to the ranks. Oh, and I man. think that is one of the best names, especially for, a. I mean, I think it'd be a better name for a gay guy. Of course Lightfoot, it would be. But uh, um, I, I just think that that's such a fabulous name to call mayor of a I town. may change my last name to Lightfoot just for this show because I feel like I'm being embraced by the LGBTQ plus community. But boy, would I be embraced so much more if my last name was Lightfoot. <laughs> I think that judging from how many pairs of hiking boots I own, I should be Allie Heavyfoot. Heavyfoot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Heavy ankle, heavy foot, heavy thigh. Allie Cankle has uh, been nominated for mayor. Now, that's a good... That's a, if someone said, hey, there's this new show on this uh, Channel Q, and it's hosted by Kevin Lightfoot and Allie Cankle, <laughs> I would be tuned in just for the names alone. I would, too. It says Lori Lightfoot and Tony Preckwinkle. Man. <laughs> the first. Wow. These are such improv names. Yeah, really. They, um, do, they do sound like when someone's like, uh, what, was your, what would be your porn star name? you got to come up with your uh, your animal, your pet in your uh, street you grew up on? Yeah. Uh, Tony Preckwinkle um, <laughs> had the first two spots in February's election that saw a historic 14 candidates for mayor leading to the runoff. So wow. Lori Lightfoot has uh, already given her acceptance speech, and she said that everyone has made history today. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, what a move. Uh, you know, listen, I don't want to say that we're uh, on the bandwagon. I guess I'm I'm technically on the LGBT bandwagon because Allie is a member of the community and I'm just a boring straight ally of yeah. the community. But I think you're carrying the bandwagon. I think it's exciting <laughs> when uh, something like this happens. And uh, listen, as frustrating as sometimes it can be uh, just being a boring white guy like myself, when you find out that you're not yeah, there's been jobs that I haven't gotten as a result of this. Uh, you know, let's let's be more inclusive, right? Let's we need to have more people represented from different cultures, and I can get very frustrated about that. Yeah, but and, you also have to think about the first of uh, like five thousand years. Yeah, of, yeah, but I wasn't life. here for a lot of that. Well, I know you weren't here for a lot of it, but I think that you know, especially straight white guys, they've been uh, in high demand over the years. So yeah. your your demand is going down. I mean, I, I experienced that too. With just uh, with, I mean, everyone wants to be more inclusive, wants more diversity, and you know, we have to take a step back, and that's okay. Well, my people have been uh, persecuted against, as you know, <laughs> the, the Jews, Ali. I mean, I'm just saying we've dealt with our own things from time to time as well. I so. think you throw. I think you throw that word around a little bit. What, you the, celebrate Christmas and stuff. Like I think you pick in Jews. Oh, how <laughs> dare you! You uh, complaints. Subject line: Ali Kankle. Get it right. Uh, I'm just looking at the like what the ballot would have been like in this election. It's like Lightfoot, Pe- Preckwinkle, you know, and all the other ones. I'd be like, what am I looking at here? What am I, I even? I, is this a ballot? What I am think I, voting for? I think they made a wise move. I think they, are they voting on the next flavor of Lacroix? <laughs> Because I would, I think I'm going to go with Preckwinkle. Oh man, I wanted Preckwinkle. This is BS. I do believe that as much as listen, voting super important. Blah blah blah. You've heard it a million times before. Either you vote or you don't vote. You're not going to do it because I say it's important. And maybe you feel strongly enough based on how things are in the country or wherever you live. And then there's a certain candidate that you think speaks to you or is going to best represent you. 
But at the end of the day, I think there is a good percentage of votes, at least I'd say somewhere in the 5 to 20% of votes, that people have no idea about the candidates, no idea about what they stand for, and they're just making a snap decision based on the name. And so I think if you plan on having a political future, now would be a great time to come up with a very catchy, very fun last name. And when you have a name like right. Lightfoot or Preckwinkle, <laughs> it you, is catchy. You think to yourself, like, is this person the type of person that's going to drop a nuke on a. Uh, uh, probably not. Uh, let's Preckwinkle, Preckwinkle would never do something like like that. So anyway, but it that's, was like uh, Lori half a billion dollars. That's uh, the news that has developed in the uh, politics in the last uh, couple of hours. I'm sure it was better covered by the uh, Dumb Gay Politics show right before us. But regardless, that's not what we're going to spend our time no, on no, today. No. In fact, uh, we got a good show planned for you. Of course, we'll get into the Gay MA coming up a little bit later. Get to some of the questions you've been asking on our socials at DTS Show for Drop the Subject and We Are Channel Q. Uh, I ask Allie questions. I've always wondered about the gay community. She asks questions. She's always wondered about the. Straight community. That's right. We do have a community still. And um, we're also going to talk about, is it okay to lie on dating apps? What lies are acceptable in the year 2019? Uh, there are some that people are fine with, and they don't. it's not going to ruin the relationship later on. These are things that people have decided, all right, that was a lie, but it got me interested. I'm okay with it. And there's other ones that will be a deal breaker for your relationship down the road. Um Right, like if you, I mean, like a job is something that you shouldn't lie about because that will come out and be that'll be a, definitely a determining factor. Well, no, I didn't say Apple. I said Apple bees. I just left <laughs> off the bees. But you worked at Apple. You're saying <laughs> Apple bees? That's totally different. We'll get into all of that, uh, but we start with something hard hitting, like we always do. Yeah. Well, I was on my way here, and I was driving along, and I saw a really nice car, and it was like a Rolls Royce. Right? There's, I mean, there's. Isn't that one of the nicest cars in the whole world, and they only make a few of them or something? Uh, I think if it's in a rap video, it's usually considered pretty nice, and okay. uh, I think that Rolls-Royce is pretty expensive and pretty limited, and as a result, yes, I think that that is... It has uh, like a little emblem with wings on the front of it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Rolls-Royce. Okay, so I saw one of those. It's There's- a woman with wings. Oh, really? She's a flying woman. Her name... <laughs> is a man driving the car. Her name is Lightfoot, actually, <laughs> ironically enough. That's the new mayor. They put her on the front of all this the This car will never get anywhere unless right. a man gets behind the wheel. Uh, so I saw this really nice, you know, beautiful, beautiful brand new Rolls Royce, and I drive by because I, I want to see who's driving it. That's kind of the point of having a nice car, right, is that everyone's looking at you. And I look... And well, I but pat- you're not impressed by that, though. You're not like you're not some gold digger. Like, why would that? You're no, just, I'm not a gold digger. But I guess when it's a Rolls Royce or something, that, a car that you don't see very often, you want to see. You always look to see who's driving it. You always you, just want to do a little check. You would just assume like it's it's probably Jay Leno, right? Or, or, or <laughs> right. like it's an athlete. It's Jerry in which, Seinfeld. In which case, Jay you Leno. wouldn't know who it was. So like you think, but you think the chances of it being a famous person or someone that is. You know, highfalutin, like uh, you go, whoa, that's so-and-so. Yeah, I mean, it could be an interesting, I mean, it's just worth a look, right? Don't you run the risk, though, that you end up seeing like one of the cast members of Real World Season 3 and you're like, God damn it, how did that guy get Rolls Royce money? <laughs> I would I would never even know who that was. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> um, but I saw a, an old guy, old white guy, of course, hmm. and he was going to town picking his nose like Uh, digging for gold like knuckle deep it's not what i thought you were going to say going to town (laughs) variety of other options i thought you were going to say before that it's funny that that's your your idea of going to town is the uh, the knuckle deep nose pick oh yeah yeah he was really going for it and i was like man he probably knows that a lot of people are looking at him because he has a really nice car and what are you allowed to do versus not allowed to do depending on what car you drive like if people saw me picking my nose in my car I feel like they'd be like mm, that's about right yeah but if oh they yeah see- <laughs> no one would question that at all but if someone saw me in like a Lamborghini picking my nose, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, it I, I it just, makes the whole experience of being next to someone in one of those super luxury cars, it, it kind of in, in a lot of ways ruins the magical experience because you go, wow, I was expecting either you know, someone that's incredibly successful or famous and and they're just doing the most one of the most disgusting things we as humans do in the same way though Allie it's kind of a beautiful thing it's like oh look at this guy he's yeah, sure. He's picking his nose just like I am. Yeah, he's going to wipe his booger on his uh, $200,000 car, you know? Yeah, but even if it goes for like other activities that you might do in your car, like eating, you know? If you see someone just eating like a Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage in their Rolls Royce, you're like, oh, what's, what's 
going on there. Right. You wouldn't expect they that would be, as I much just, as someone that was driving like a like a beater from like uh, 1986. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you would expect if you're seeing somebody eat in their really nice car, it would be something like, oh, I don't know, Grey Poupon or whatever it right, is. Right. You think everything in life is like the commercials. Yes. And that's what you assume. Right. So it's just, I mean, seeing somebody do something so uh, base and... I don't know. It just made me think, you know, when you're driving a really nice car like that, do you think about those things and do you think, oh, people got to be watching me, so I probably shouldn't scratch my balls or do my makeup in my car? Well, or you have the approach of like, hey, this car says that I'm successful and as a result, I can do whatever I want. And st- it's almost like uh, we've said before, sometimes these these uh, actors or, or athletes or whatever, they're, they're like... They're famous, which means they're usually wealthy as well, but sometimes they're disgusting, yet they still have all these people that are very attracted to them. Even like that serial killer that was just on Netflix, you know? Um, I mean, that's a pretty despicable guy right there, Ted Bundy, but still there's people that are into him because he's uh, famous. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess that same would go for like someone like Charles Manson. Like he was was not a bad looking guy, but he was crazy. But he got famous to the point where, yeah, there's always going to be some idiot falling in love with you. So I guess when you get to that level of fame and money and you have Rolls Royce money, maybe you automatically something switches in your brain where you're like, how gross can I be and have someone still be into me? That's like when people would say sometimes you see someone walking around car gives you an idea to a certain extent. Now, some people are much smarter with money, so they may have a ton of money, but they just drive a sensible car because they just decide that's a stupid thing to waste money on. Hmm. Other people don't have any money, but they feel like I got to drive a really nice car to try to uh, make people think that I'm either more successful or more whatever than I am. And those are the crazy people. Those people are genuinely pretty crazy, but they're like, I, I used to live in an apartment a not very nice apartment and the apartment I think was only about a thousand dollars a month when I moved into it but some of the cars that were in the parking lot of that apartment were like luxury car very yeah, luxury cars right. and I was thinking of, if these guys have luxury car money why are they living in this apartment building <laughs> right. but, but it was because they wanted to put on that was the that was kind of the mask that they wanted to wear or at least present themselves that way to the public now let me ask you this if you get to a uh, intersection like a four-way stop or a three-way stop and cars get there around the same time. My theory has always been whoever has the crappiest car should be the person that gets the right-of-way. I completely agree. But it, it, but when that happens, the person in the nice car feels that they have the right-of-way all of the time. Well, realistically, they may have a more important thing to get to because like the person in the crappy car could be like, oh, no, I'm going to be late to my job at Taco Bell. And the person in the nice car could be like, I'm running late to this... To get to the drive-through line of Taco Bell, <laughs> <laughs> this merger that's worth billions of dollars. So uh, there's an argument there. However, can you say that because one is worth more money, it's more valuable? No, no right. No. In fact, the guy who's probably working at Taco Bell maybe needs that job or that paycheck way more. Yeah, no, that's true. And they probably need to be on time much more than the than the person who's closing a merger deal. But I think the other the other factor in this is if there's four way stop and you don't know who to let go. The nice car is the one that can get through the intersection faster. So that person probably feels like, oh, I'm just going to go real quick. Mm -hmm. All these slow cars are just going to take forever, and I can go zero to 60 in 0.2 seconds, so I might as well just go through the stop sign. Also, if I get a ticket, it doesn't really matter, so I can just roll on through, and then I can get a ticket and throw it out the window or use it as toilet paper. If you're uh, just uh, joining us, here's what we've covered in this first break on Drop the Subject today. Black lesbian mayor. We have a new LaCroix flavor named uh, Larry Lightfoot. <laughs> Larry. If you, uh, what is the name? I got it wrong. Lori, <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. I if, think you took out a very important part of that. If you, uh, well, I thought Larry was a great name for a lesbian. So if, uh, if you uh, drive a nice car, you're not allowed to pick your nose. And um, that's about it. And Taco Bell's delicious. We'll be back in a moment. See all new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. More stimulating conversation next. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie. Kevin is over there looking very 
very uh, disheveled and tired today, more so than usual. But you uh, are wearing flannel, so I, I commend your outfit at choices. At what point in the show you were going to bring up my uh, flannel shirt and either ask me if you could borrow it or say that you have the exact same one? And it took us all to uh, 20 minutes into the show before you mentioned it. <laughs> I, uh, I cannot bar- borrow your flannel because the shoulders are not broad enough. Yeah, I know. You'd rip my shoulders. Like, why? Did I wear my Why are the shoulders all stretched out here? It's crazy. Uh, yes. So I, I think that... You and I are, I would consider us, both of us to be lucky because we are not on online dating apps. I think that sometimes people enjoy being on online dating apps, but everyone I talk to who is single and mingling on in the current dating world says, this is horrible. I don't ever want to be on a dating app anymore. You should be lucky that you're married. So it's no wonder that a new... Uh, I guess, survey has been done and everybody is lying on their dating apps and what is acceptable lies to tell on those dating apps versus unacceptable. Let me just say for a second, because for people that are new to the show or don't know our relationships, I've never been on a dating app ever. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm so good looking and charming that (laughs) That you found someone early. Yeah. I just walk into any public location and I would have my options. That's not true. Dating apps didn't really get super popular and I feel like I was always in either in a relationship or I mean I don't know I argue Tinder was the first one to truly I know there was some before that obviously but that was the one that I think like really well, Match up. was around, but then like Tinder was the one that was an app that was very. Yeah. They made they made it easy and convenient where you could just what the swiping. That's really what changed the entire dating world. Now it's not really about the people; it's just about. I mean, everyone's headshot basically. But You're ba- you, everyone's like a casting director for their dating life. You were one of the people that actually did meet someone on a dating app, or but it a, was a, a website, a dating website, whatever. But regardless, you met on a dating website, and that person ended up becoming your wife. Yes. But if she, so, that story, that concept of that, would would have been a weird thing. That like, you realize that's very commonplace now. No one even thinks twice about it. Like that's to me, that's not even one of the top hundred weirdest things about you. And I will go over that list later in the show. <laughs> There's a long list. But if we someone, already the Kangol. if someone were to say they met uh, this couple's married, you'll never believe where they met, and it was like on a dating website. That there was a stigma to that for a. I would yeah, say people wouldn't want to say anything. Yeah, they would say they'd have to come up with a story. Like they'd be like, "All right, I know we technically met on the dating app, but let's just skip to like the third date and say we met there." Well, yeah, I mean, ten. I mean, my wife and I have been together a total of almost ten years, and I think probably nine, eight or nine years ago, we didn't really tell people that we met online. We just told people that we met at a concert because that's where we physically met in person. You said online at a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> that's when we actually met right. was in the porta potty. But um, now I don't have any. I don't feel nearly as much stigma around that. But what's weird is that sometimes, like, what well, we have a friend who just got married and they met on a plane. Hmm. How weird is that? Well, now th- meeting people in person in situations like that, you're like, whoa. Yeah, they, they, now I feel like you're right. There's the stigma on that, right? You, what do you mean you met on a plane? Yeah, that's you talk to a complete stranger on a plane? That's creepy. And then started dating them? Right, like that seems like, uh, I feel like a lot of rules were violated in this whole uh, relationship now. It's just, <laughs> because, it's like, because you're going to get murdered. I don't know when, but you're going to get murdered. Because the idea now of the online dating, right, is that you, before you even actually meet the person, it, you know, you, you've seen their profile, then you've gone and checked out their Instagram, their Facebook, their whatever else you you should be able i mean unless someone is being completely deceitful and i'm sure that happens a lot and we'll get into that in a moment but you should be able to get at least a general snapshot of the person right do they like animals what do they kind of look like what do they look like in a bikini a lot of things like a little punch list right and and i would argue the most important things yeah (laughs) nothing personality related just uh strictly physical yeah where what's your latest modeling contract right uh well what people lie about the most is height and age and of course it's no wonder i mean tinder came out with one of their april fool's pranks earlier this week where they were going to do height verification on tinder and it's because of things like this because people typically i think especially men will add a couple of inches to their height because there's this stigma around people dating short guys which Mm -hmm. i've never i mean i I, as a short man i don't know how you feel about this (laughs) um but i know that you have lied about your height plainly to my face you've even lied to the ruler when we measured you. I didn't lie to the ruler. I'm I'm 5'11 and a half. Uh, What I said the first time. You are 5'9". You're you're so out of control and and your system of measuring was so 
It was un, first of all, you didn't even bring in a pro, you brought in like a metric system tape measure. Or so it wasn't even proper. I'm not going to get into this again right now. You get me so fired up about well, maybe it. Maybe to take a couple, off we're, a couple inches for your heels. We're talking about <laughs> uh, we're talking about online dating profiles, and the biggest lies are age and height. And are women doing women? I would argue, if we're going to go ahead and gender stereotype for a moment, one of my favorite things to do, mm. I would say the women are the ones lying about the age, and yes. the guys are the ones lying about the height. Yes, I think that's what it is, and I also think that everybody across the board is lying about their appearance, and that's the biggest lie that people tell: is "Wow, I'm way, way, way. I'm actually a nine, when you're really like a six or a five. And so that I don't know if you could even consider that to be a lie, as more of your. Gl- gl- you know, glamorizing yourself and the real you is probably not as exciting. Um, and then the other thing that people lie about that they recommend you do not lie about at all and that people are really not okay with this is lying about your job situation at all. Hmm. Um, and I mean, looks too, because when you go on the date, you want, I mean, you're basically batting zero immediately because they're like, oh, you don't look like your picture and now, oh, and you do actually work at a drive through fast food place instead of a major tech company like those are already big disappointments so you can't really recover from that once they figure out that the lie is a lie what if uh, the picture you post is like a 10 year old picture you don't actually lie it's just a picture of you as a 10 year old no no it's, <laughs> it's a picture it's a picture I thought it was weird when you agreed to go out with me from <laughs> I'm getting so many priests that want to go on this is very strange uh, now in all seriousness though is that a lie it's not honest but it's not you could argue it's not dishonest either. What the li- lying about your? No, a picture. They're not lying, but the pictures you're posting are very. That's, but that's not lying. That's deception. All right. Well, and every good relationship has got a good amount of deception. <laughs> you have a little right? bit of manipulation and deception. Right. That, I mean, that's just setting the groundwork for any successful but I, marriage. I think that also doing a picture of yourself from ten years years ago that's even worse. Because, like that's even a worse thing for you to do for your own self because then they just look at you and think you're old when you when they didn't think you were that before especially if you are lying about your age you're like oh god in 3d you have like 70 more wrinkles you know that's not that's not a point in your column so why do that i mean i I mean you could i know you could chalk it up to oh i just haven't changed my picture in a while but still it it's to your advantage to post pictures that are accurate and up to date I've always said, one of my famous quotes is, you take enough pictures of a pile of dog poop, and one of them is going to look like a brownie. And uh, and that has not been, uh, no one's ever used that quote. I keep waiting for that to pop up on people's email signatures, but they've not gone with that one. No, but I think that was a meme at one point. Well, thank you. It really, was it? I think so, oh, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I'm meme-worthy. But if you think about it like this, wouldn't it make the most sense, and it's easy for us to say now, because you're married, I'm married. Notice I didn't say happily for either of us. <laughs> But doesn't it make sense that you would put pictures of yourself that are less? Um, yes. Like, like totally. take a picture where you don't, where you know it's not your best picture, so that when you show up in person, it's not. It's the opposite of a letdown. It's uh, what's the opposite of a letdown? I don't know anymore. A pleasant surprise. A pleasant surprise. <laughs> Why don't we try that? You are definitely not a pessimist. No. Uh, what is the word for the positive version of what I'm trying to say? It's like a, like a letdown with a smile. What, what is that called? Not as much of a letdown. Uh, I would say my advice would be, yes, take an accurate picture. Don't take something that is in super good lighting and just uh, throw a puppy in there. Here's my theory. Everyone should be forced to use their government-issued passport photos. Oh no! As they're because that gives at least it's not everyone knows you're going to most likely be pleasantly surprised when you meet them in person because that's universally never a great photo, and I think that it will just even the playing field across the board. And as you start scrolling through these dating sites, you start going, you know what? Even these people that are attractive people, they can also be unattractive. Like I always say, Al, you take enough pictures of a brownie, oh, right. and once yeah, in a while it'll look like that. dog poop. You did say I that. reversed it this time. <laughs> I, uh, I think either that, I think passport photo is a great option, or the last picture that your mom put of you online. Yeah, that's good as well. <laughs> I like that too. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. It's the all-new Channel Q. Keeping you honest, uh, keeping your dating profile honest. And uh, this guy, this 5'11 and a half guy, and uh, that, that woman over there yes. who claims she's 26... We'll be right back after this on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. 
The all-new Channel Q. This voice belongs to me, Kevin, right there. It's Allie, and uh, we changed our last names earlier in the show, so you can call me by my last name now, uh, Lightfoot, and you can call Allie by her last name over there, Cankle. <laughs> Lightfoot and Cankle, just holding down the fort. Periwinkle or whatever. Oh, uh, what was I? Was I Periwinkle? I already <laughs> forgot my fake last name. Anyway, uh, what an exciting day, and uh, we got a good show planned for you uh, starting now. If you heard the last uh, you know, forty minutes, sorry about that. But yeah. here, here's when the stuff gets good. Um, there are a lot of people this week that announced uh, pregnancies. doesn't matter, gay, straight. Uh, people were just announcing, a celebrity, regular people, they were announcing, we're pregnant. And I find it interesting for a variety of reasons. As you know, earlier this week was April Fool's. Uh, and as a result, I think on Monday, particularly, people just weren't trusting anything anyone was doing. For, and, for obvious reasons, and I think that was the right course of action to take in general. Yeah, no, I think everyone takes everything with a little uh, grain of salt on Monday on April Fool's. But you said something very interesting, and it was that you actually announced a real pregnancy on April Fool's. Yeah, last year, April 1st, was when I went public with the announcement that uh, my wife and I were uh, having a, another so, baby girl. Right. I don't know why. So, Two girls. Seems crazy, but... Uh, <laughs> Thought I was going to boy, but regardless, uh, uh, aha, uh-huh, God, second, uh, second girl, He's the one pranking you. The jokes on me. <laughs> Had them both. Uh, but I think it's a great prank because it's not a prank; it's the no prank prank. And most people, when I posted it, would write things like "haha, good one, nice try," blah blah blah. But I, I also don't think that's. As when you're married and you already have a kid, the "I'm pregnant" prank is not. Definitely loses its luster. Yeah, yeah, it's not as funny as like, uh, you know, you're in college and, you know, you tell your dad, uh, I'm pregnant, dad, and then he freaks out and has a heart attack and then you go, oh, this backfired, yeah. I'm sorry. It's a lot funnier when you're 16. Right, it's a hila- <laughs> 16, hilarious prank, and you get signed to a TV show on MTV. Yeah, that's Even better. true. Uh, but I posted on Monday... I just said, is today a good day to announce my pregnancy? Just because everyone always makes jokes about being pregnant on Monday or on, on April Fool's. So I was like, uh, I'm just going to put out this little tweet. I kind of, for the first, I saw it. I didn't even actually see it until yesterday, but I saw it. And my first thought when I saw it was, Allie is too funny to do the hacky I'm pregnant on April Fool's thing. But then I thought maybe she actually is pregnant because she has been talking a lot as of late about sperm donors right. and this and that. I and thought that it would be, I mean, it wasn't me announcing I'm pregnant or anything. It was just saying, is it a good day to do that? Right. So I sidestepped it a little bit. Needless to say, I assumed everyone would know it was a joke. Well, as you know, I'm the gauge of what's acceptable and not on Twitter. So Yeah, I know you are. Well, there were there were a couple of congratulations, and there was another message from somebody who berated me and said that this was the tackiest and most classless joke ever, and that it was a disappointing thing to read. And they didn't say this specifically, but I, there has been a lot of talk about people getting shamed for doing the whole pregnant April Fool's Day joke because there are a lot of people out there that can't have kids or have trouble conceiving and this is just laughing in the face of ah ha 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 I can get pregnant so easily that I can just joke about it but it's but it's not i mean that's the that's the problem with the world now is that everyone is so sensitive and everyone takes everything as a personal affront to whatever situation they're going through and if that is the case and i've said this before then you cannot joke about anything ever because any joke in the history of jokes, all right, there's someone in the world right now that is not allowed to have coffee because they cannot medically have coffee. They cannot process caffeine. So as a result, does, can Jerry Seinfeld not do comedians in cars getting coffee because there's people in the world that have caffeine sensitivities and can't have coffee? Oh. Or there's people in the world that can't drive? Or all those hilarious mugs? Yeah, yeah. Which hilarious mugs? The ones that are like, don't talk to me unless I've had my coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or mean, like, yeah. less Monday, more coffee. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the people are like, I can't have I, it. I, I, was, I was trying to talk about actual comedians and not funny mugs. But yes, I know what you're saying. <laughs> the point is, if you're going to be the person that goes, no joke is, is okay uh, because it could offend me personally or it could offend my friend who's having trouble getting pregnant or I'm a 57-year-old woman and I can't conceive... And let me tell you, I know a lot of people, a lot of people my age whose wives are having trouble. They want to have a baby, or they want to have a second baby, and they're having a hard time. And it is a, for them, it's a difficult situation. I feel horrible for them. That doesn't mean you can't have 
fake pregnancy jokes. Yeah. Uh, that's I, that's a ludicrous... The, the, I feel the like that's jo- one of the few the ones that we have left. Well, the problem is that the list of things we have left is getting, as you know, it's getting smaller and smaller because as the... As more and more people are very public about their struggles, etc., anything you do at all that could offend even one person now is no longer allowed, according to the kind of the fake internet police okay, force. Okay, well then, April Fools can't exist anymore. Then, of course, then I know the, it can. it's like the Easter Bunny. It's like a, a thing that doesn't exist. So then, but then me, I technically do have trouble conceiving. Well, so am I allowed to make jokes about it? Because I can't just go like Justin Bieber already issued an apology saying, I'm really sorry that I hurt anybody's feelings about making this joke about Haley Baldwin being pregnant. Oh, like, he did I, a fake one, too. Yeah, he did a fake one, too. And it's mm. been this whole big story about how everyone was upset and he got all this backlash. And now he's apologized. He's Ugh. issued a public apology about I hate it. it. So hate everything about, but this. he, I mean, he's a guy making a joke. I mean, they, they, he just got married, so okay, the 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 whole I'm pregnant joke might work or whatever. But for me, am I allowed to make the joke more than he is because I technically would have to pay a lot of money or go through a lot of effort in order to get pregnant? No. I technically do have no, you can't. fertility I mean, look, problems. The, the, the problem is with the people that are sensitive and 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 assume that they uh, that they have been offended. It doesn't matter if you give them fact, if you give them reality, because all they're going to do is they're going to change the narrative to suit whatever their anger or their frustration or their, I need to be louder than the person because I'm offended and Justin Bieber offended me. Ali Johnson Kankel offended (laughs) me with her joke. And that's all that matters. And And I don't even think it's that people are as offended as they like to publicly be i think that that's the real issue here and so everyone just waits for a thing Hmm. that hits them in some way shape or form tom brady made a joke on monday about um he was retiring right so should all of the football players that are actually retiring because they have yeah brain problems cbe or whatever that thing is that's not not cte oh yeah because i have a, a concussion too many times or because my body is failing me should they be offended that Tom Brady made right. a joke about retiring because he's still healthy yeah, and can or play Colin quarterback? Kaepernick? And the answer is, yeah, right. The, the answer is no, but in this world we live in, this crazy world where everyone's offended about everything. Or I can't even play football because I'm a lady. Yeah. So screw you, buddy. Yeah, or I can't because I'm unathletic. And according to Allie, I'm only 5'9". <laughs> because, because you have a spare tire. All right, well, so wait, the- wait, what? <laughs> now I'm offended. Now you've offended me. So, but then... With this guy, him on my Twitter account saying that this is the most classless joke. I just can't, like, I get, okay, if somebody's going to be offended by any given thing, I get that. That that is the most, the most, if he's thinking of the worst, most classless joke in the world, that faking a pregnancy, which I didn't even fake a pregnancy, that is the lowest of the low. I just feel like there's so much that's lower than that. Well, here's the thing. I think what he was saying is the lowest of the low is that you were actually pregnant. I think that that... (laughs) I think that's what he was upset about, that you were actually, but that, that you were mocking. My baby that is you, cla- that classless. You were making a commentary on the way that society likes to do a lot of fake pregnancy announcements on April Fool's. Yes. Is, uh, is no different than when I was going to start my business for pre-positive pregnancy tests. Uh, you could sell uh, to people that wanted to pull this prank off with an added element of uh, excitement. Because I still think the I'm pregnant right. is a funny prank to do to a loved one that wasn't expecting to have a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and hey, how about this? What about the, I should have done it to my wife. What about all the people that would have well, that would have been funny? Is <laughs> uh, Kevin and I spent some time after the show? I'm pregnant. Now I'm pregnant. Well, problem solved. Uh, we're not going to be able to spend any more time on this right now. I'm sure we've said something that will offend somebody at some point. And uh, listen, if you want to get the Twitter mob against us, it wouldn't be the first time. And like cockroaches, Allie, hmm. we're somehow still behind microphones talking. Yes, we'll be back in a moment. It's the all new Channel Q. More after this on Drop the Subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the all-new Channel Q. Wow, we fired people up. If you're fired up about something we're talking about, feel free to join the conversation. 833-77-CALL-Q. Hit us up on the socials at DTS Show for Drop the Subject or, of course, We Are Channel Q. Any complaints, uh, just make sure you direct them at Allie and not at me because I'm still on double secret probation. Uh, we'll get into also, news that are maxed it. out, I think, for you. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. If you, a complaint that comes to me, it just goes yeah. to a long file. And, <laughs> Mail or uh, demon. No one will see it. So uh, <laughs> put it at Allie. It'll get right to the top of the pile. Uh, um, we've got uh, news or lose it next hour to get to. The gay is coming up a little bit later as well. 
well. Uh, unfortunately, we've been talking way too much in hour one. We only have time to tell you one more thing. Yes, summer is on the way, and that means pride season. This is basically like award season for the gays. And if you want to go to the best pride event in the country, New York City Pride, just go to wearechannelq.com and you can enter for a chance to win a flyaway trip for two people to New York City Pride. Schaufferhofer Grapefruit and Pomegranate are helping us celebrate Pride with you, so unleash your pride. The trip would include $1,000 in Delta Airlines vouchers, a four-night hotel stay in the New York City area, and you can attend Pride, which is June 27th through June 30th. This is a national contest. you got to be 21 to win, and your guest, of course, has to be 21 as well. But all you have to do is go to wearechannelq.com you can just enter for a chance to win a flyaway trip and have the best pride of your life. All right. We were going to do some ad-libbing now, but we have to get to a, br- a break. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> yes, uh, and? Kick off the next hour with uh, News It or Lose It. Learn about things going on in the world as we speak. Right after this, the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Hey, would you look at that? We're into another hour of goodness here on Channel Q. It is Drop the Subject. I'm shocked. I thought we were going to be canceled after hour one. But we're back again. And before we get into the GMA and some other fun things we have planned for you this hour, uh, let me remind you, you can always interact with us at 833-77-CALL-Q. And uh, we uh, like to create this totally interactive and totally inclusive environment here for a couple of hours each and every day, allowing that gay lady right there and this straight man right here to sit around and talk about stuff going on in our lives and in the world. And uh, I think right now we're going to... Specifically, that's a big one. Specifically, talk about <laughs> stuff going on in the news. It's news it or lose it. Headline selection. I think I'm picking up on your tiredness and tripping over my words. Oh boy, <clears throat> it is contagious. I am going on not a lot of sleep. How many hours of sleep have you gotten in the last two days? Last two days, a combined maybe two out. Two, no, two to three that's hours. That's a lie. No, no, two to three hours combined. What about falling asleep with the baby in your arms? Oh, that happens all the time, but then <laughs> I have like a dream that, I'm dro- that I drop the baby on the floor, and then I wake up and realize I actually dropped the baby on the floor. <laughs> uh, all right. Headline number one. Is Game of Thrones ruining nature? Komodo, dragon, or Komodo Island cl- uh, closing over stolen dragons. I, um, I'm very much a fan of all Game of Thrones clickbait. I find myself clicking on lots of stories that mention Game of Thrones, even if the story has nothing to do with it. Like yeah. it'll say, like Game of Thrones, here are some actual vacation spots you made. The next thing I know, I'm like on a, <laughs> like a website for Hilton, and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> There's like, Game of Thrones, buy this credit card. And you're like, okay. <laughs> uh, it'll say like, we have Game of Thrones at our hotel room TVs. You can, I'm like, yeah, they really do me. So I say, let's news it. I'm interested. I know that show's coming back, and people are pretty excited about it. Yes. Uh, all right. Naked policeman arrests fugitive in sauna. Oh. <laughs> God, that could be a great gayest headline of the week nominee. Yeah. A couple of naked I mean, guys in a sauna. The fact that it was a naked policeman going into a sauna to arrest a fugitive. I mean, he really went the extra mile there. You don't, you don't think he was naked? Like, was he a dressed policeman that got there, but then the spa's like, you know the policy. So the guy <laughs> to, like, like, fine. Get naked, but still wore his <laughs> Or was out. he undercover? I mean, uh, literally. Oh, no, it'd be under, it'd be under no cover. <laughs> under no cover. Uh, let's lose it. It's too confusing. Okay. Lose it. <laughs> it's too confusing. Uh, all right. This blogger makes 100K per month from her sailboat. God, that bothers me <laughs> so much. So jealous. I, just, uh, she's super hot and she wears tiny bikinis, just lays out all day taking pictures, and then uh, now probably. she's an influencer. I mean, I don't know. Or it's uh, just like, here's what I would make if I had a full kitchen. <laughs> I'm only going to support ugly influencers from now on. I'm tired of supporting attractive people that they Me already have too. a good life. From now on, I will only go after the uglies and the fuglies. Uh, I agree. I, I also found a another Allie Johnson on Instagram who's super hot and has a lot of Instagram followers, and it's just pictures of her on boats. So if we could not support people like that, uh, that would help me out. You know what? I only have room to follow one Allie Johnson, no. and I've decided that I'm going to go with that one. Thank you. <laughs> she has so many bikini pics. You've just been deleted. I'm going to make the same ones that she makes. Blocked. Oh, all right. Men like to spy on women, but you'll never guess what they're watching them do now. All right. Yeah, I think we need to cover this because I find this to be, unfortunately, one of the 
creepiest sort of stories and it seems to never go away as technology gets better more and more people have found ways to perv and i think that we need to be on the lookout for uh, these people and these blinking lights that are usually in the outhouse we have to look out for these people and these peoples you're right let's look out for them (laughs) all right let's get into it hidden cameras have been found in all kinds of places bathrooms hotel rooms and now another ring of uh, another ring of undercover surveillance has been brought to the surface after officials found that women were being recorded going into labor and undergoing major surgeries at a California hospital. Wait, a hidden camera? Like a doctor at a camera on a shoe? Or <laughs> no, no. I think that... So, so what they said was that they had put, I guess, secretive or they put cameras up in certain rooms because there was like a medication thief on the loose. So they said mm. that they put the cameras in for that reason. That's a likely story. But I would question if I was going into surgery, I'd be like, why is there a giant teddy bear <laughs> staring at me with a blinking red eye? <laughs> or it's like cut the jar of cotton balls or something has cameras all in them. Um, yeah, I, I don't know like how secret they were, but I don't think I know that they weren't just like blatant cameras in the corners of each room. What kind of footage did they capture? They caught <clears throat> they, women going they into caught labor? People yeah, they, they caught people undergoing surgeries. They caught people in labor or going through childbirth. And they also caught women in the Women's Health Center undressing and undergoing routine examinations and getting anesthesia. Why would they assume that the pill thief would be in there? Like, I understand. Yeah, like the Women's Health Center. That's definitely where the pill thief is going to go. People or have... Or they do pap smears. People have... Um, to protect themselves in general, they put a lot of cameras up. And, and usually, and, 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 and listen, we've all seen the videos of the people at the grocery stores that are like doing the fake slip and fall, but then the surveillance footage shows them like pouring out the bottle of uh, olive oil on the floor and yeah. then kind of running and sliding into it. Hilarious. And they are hilarious. I mean, some of my, f- if you need to kill some time today at work, forget about this show for a second. Google uh, fake slip and fall videos. They are as good as they get. But. <laughs> Hospitals obviously get sued a ton for malpractice, et cetera. So I can understand why they would want to have footage of stuff. But you, even if they were going to argue it was in the fine print, like no one, anyone goes to the hospital, we all have to sign forms. No one's reading them anyway. Just put it in the fine print that says there's cameras all over the place to monitor whatever. Yeah, you even know. if there aren't cameras, just yeah. say that. Say that. And people are still, they're not, I'm not going to go to the ER for something and they'd be like, all right, I know my arm is popped out of its socket right now, but I refuse to sign this. People will sign it, but you can't let people not know it's happening. And my wife, when she was in labor, she didn't even want me to take a picture of her three days after she gave birth, <laughs> let, let alone during the labor. Yeah, what about all the other, you know, the other parent who's sitting there in the in the room wanting to videotape the whole thing because it's the miracle of childbirth? I mean, all of those videos, I don't think anyone wants to be taken anyway, but I mean, there are people that want to see that that aren't related to the person. This is what I don't understand. Like, there are some things, okay, I get that people have fetishes. You want to see a person go to the bathroom or whatever weird crap like that. But to see somebody go through like a gallbladder surgery oh. or like push a baby out, that you, oh. a person that you don't even know, I feel like that's a traumatic... I mean, for you, you've seen it. That's something that you can't unsee, right? No, and I not try. in a good way. I try to unsee it all the time and it haunts me. <laughs> and hidden cameras in general... I mean, 10, 20 years ago, they used to be kind of fun. Like, it was always a cash cab situation or, oh, no, you were on candid camera. I mean, kind of being caught on hidden camera was like a privilege. It was kind of exciting. And now it's just a negative, creepy, gross thing. Yeah, it used to. You're right. It was always always, always some sort of a prank involved. There's a funny show. Maybe Betty White would pop up. (laughs) But now, you're absolutely right. Whenever I wish she would pop up during these gallbladder surgeries. Well, if you keep the... Listen, she's going to be at a hospital one of these days. She can't live forever. But if you uh, you see these hidden cameras uh, uh, now, you're right. It's all always something perverted that's happening it's always someone a big violation of uh, privacy being violated and it's uh for the most part it's disgusting ali we talked about that hotel was it a hotel yeah the hotels in south korea yeah and they had cameras all over the place and they're making a ton of money from guys who were just watching unsuspecting people doing stuff in hotel rooms yeah and I, i'm sure i mean they don't claim 
that they have been using these cameras for that purpose. But you never know. The whole point is that these people didn't give their consent. And then you never know what happens with the video footage. Like the footage footage is there and you don't know where it's going or what it's being used for. I would like to uh, use this opportunity to promote the hidden camera I put in Allie's bra. If you want to check out that footage, uh, go to Allie'sDirtyBra.com. Allie'sDirtyBra.com. You can see uh, the uh, footage right now. Uh, We're celebrating Areola Month uh, in Allie's bra. And um, it's uh, it's a good video. Um, The lighting's not great. Yeah. Neither's the shading. I also think the smell in there is probably not great. Well, it's a camera, so, uh, you know. (laughs) The camera doesn't care. Um, I also just think with hidden cameras in general, like... With with all the stuff that's been caught on camera in this situation, I don't find any of it interesting. The only thing I could find interesting was the anesthesia. That's another thing that's kind of fun. If you're watching someone get anesthesia, I would watch that. Look, just to see what other weird stuff they're going to say. I mean, those have been the subject of many viral YouTube right. videos. One of the first viral videos ever was that kid that was all jacked up Is on this for real? nitrous or Is whatever. Is this real life? Right, yeah, this is real life. So that part, I think, and people would, uh, I think people would like to have that footage. I've yeah. gotten anesthesia a few times, and I wouldn't mind Good that times. footage. I like the whole idea of counting backwards from uh, 10 until you know, 1 and <laughs> seeing, potato. If I, seeing if I know how to do that <laughs> right. until I fall all right. asleep. <laughs> Komodo Island, it is... Famous, obviously, for their large population of Komodo dragons, and people travel from all over the world to see them, but it just takes one idiot to say, hey, let's start stealing these things, and before you know it, no one can enjoy the splendor that is an island full of dragons. So in 2020, the island has announced they are closing so they can protect the giant lizards, preserve the island, and study their habitat. There are only 6,000 Komodo dragons left in the world. All of them are pretty much on this island, so they need to make sure that people are not tainting it with their human stank. And I don't know if... Game of Thrones is to blame for this, but I think similar to when Game of Thrones first came out, everyone wanted to buy wolves, right? Everyone wanted mm-hmm. to have those hybrid dog wolf breeds. And then as a result, everyone was like stealing wolves or like getting dogs that looked like wolves and scamming people and trying to sell them. So wherever there's demand for something like this, people will find a supply. So I think for dragons, too, I mean, owning a 200-pound giant lizard, the biggest lizard that ever was and ever will be, you can say, all right, I'm the one who owns a dragon. So then a bunch of thieves go, where can we find a bunch of dragons? Let's go to Komodo Island and let's steal a bunch of them and then sell them for 35000 bucks a piece, which is what's happening. And uh, also, I think people are trying to figure out ways to hybridize them as well to create other species. And the Komodo dragon, if you were able to uh, splice that DNA with um, you know some other animal uh, that's uh, around here right now, you could have yourself a pretty sweet new hybrid animal. <laughs> but what we learned about every every week in the news, there's a story about some guy that's trying to sneak like chipmunks back in his underwear, right? There's a, animal um, smuggling. Didn't some someone just find a chimpanzee that was drugged in someone's suitcase like last oh, week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is a, a disgusting business, but it's also it must be a big business. It must be a lucrative business, or so many people wouldn't be doing it. And maybe. Maybe they're just doing it for the Instagram likes. I mean, it is possible, right, that, uh, listen, if I'm looking at a picture of someone doing something boring or eating a ham sandwich, or I could watch a guy doing the same thing, but also having a chimpanzee, <laughs> I would probably choose that one. That's, yeah. that's where I'd give my life. No, I definitely would as well. But I, I would imagine that it's hard, like, if you're going to bring in a, a chimpanzee or a small rodent or something like that, okay, that, that I guess that could be done. Uh, smuggling in a bunch of like I think that they took 41 200 pound Komodo dragons I don't know Ooh. how you it's like you is there anything pants. to declare no 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 <laughs> I just have this 200 pound lizard in my shirt mm, it's drugged it's no big deal and how do you even get that how do you move that many Komodo dragons I just you have to get really uh, creative and people an already SAT, get creative that was an SAT weed. question I believe uh, I think it was uh, if you have to move that many Komodo dragons from island to island you only have so much room on the rowboat how do you do it how does Tommy get to shore that is the question alright well that has been your news or lose it segment today I don't know if we learned anything this time sometimes we don't uh, but when we get back we got the patent pending and always changing gay MA that to look forward to plus Uh, I think you'll be surprised when you find out what percentage of people claim that they are satisfied with their job right now. Uh, The number is either much higher or much lower than you would have anticipated. So think about it and how that applies to you. And we will uh, break it down when we return. It's the all-new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. Uh, Plus, we'll give you some info how to get into the Channel Q Coachella house. That and more is next. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. 
Yes, it is the all-new Channel Q, and yes, this is Drop the Subject. You are right about both of those things. I am Allie Kankel, and Kevin Periwinkle is over there. Lightfoot. Kevin Lightfoot. Lightfoot. We started <laughs> Kevin the show Lightloafer today. is we right st- over we, there. We did start the show today talking about the uh, the newly elected black lesbian mayor. <laughs> did you just say we started the show docking? <laughs> we were docking today. Allie and I dock before each show. It's a team-building thing. It's a good luck dock. It's what we do. For, it's the uh, it's the Channel Q equivalent of trust falls in most uh, places of work. We all uh, dock together. Trust docks. Yeah, I just uh, actually undocked from uh, Jay Rodriguez a few hours ago. So. <laughs> That's a powerful connection. Very powerful. All right, let's get into the gay MA. This is a chance for a straight man and a gay lady to find common ground to to uh, get to know each other a little bit better I get to ask uh, Kevin any question that I like about straight culture and all the things that I have been wondering about that I shockingly have not run out of questions yet and then Kevin can ask me anything about being a gay lady which I'm sure the questions are endless there so let's get into it do you want to go first or do you want me to I have a question and I'm going to start with a just a quick anecdote, is that redundant? Aren't anecdotes quick just in being yeah, anecdotes? I, I think yeah, I think they have to be. That's what you take when you get bitten by a snake, right? An anecdote. Yes. Am I using that correctly? Yep. I had to take my daughter. No, uh, that's antidote. Oh, antidote. Thank you. I had to take my daughter to get uh, my my youngest baby daughter uh, has to wear one of those uh, corrective helmets, you know, because her, her skull is not perfectly round or something. Well, that happened to me, and they never gave me a helmet. Well, that's part of the reason we decided to get the helmet. I've seen you. <laughs> um, anyway, the okay, doctor so was walking around you the, the, the doctor around. that uh, came in to, to put it on was a female, and I know, shocking. Okay, and she said to me, "My wife and I used to live close to here, but now it takes us about an hour to get here every day. But I think it's worth it because we love where we live, or something." And I said, before I could even speak, she goes, I know you were not expecting me to say my wife. Wow. That's presumptuous of her to say. So my question is, and I and I started to get very defensive and say, I'll have you know. That I did think that because you were wearing <laughs> combat boots. Right. I, I was going to say, I work with a filthy gay woman. I know. <laughs> no. I, I, so I didn't know. My question for you is, do you feel when you're about to say my wife or my girlfriend when she was your girlfriend that you do you have a moment of anticipation before you say it as to how is this person going to process this cuz I I was I was actually hurt more than anything that, that she, she would assume that you would never think th- that I wouldn't have assumed I don't know why she would have not assumed or, I, I don't know, but I did have that moment in my head where I go, just try to try to be normal, which I would have been normal, but then I started thinking, like, now natural, I have to be extra lesbians. normal. So I think I like, turned to her, I was like, love is love. <laughs> but my question- Commuting is commuting. But I get, but, but in all seriousness, she said, it, it, it threw me that she said that. And I don't know if it was her way of trying to, like, yeah. um, let the- maybe tension that she's experienced in the past out of the room. She was queering the air. She was queering the air. What a great idea. God, Chris came up with such okay, a good no, slogan. No, it wasn't Kim. It was me. I came up with it. Um, this is actually a very interesting question. I think it's fascinating that she followed up with that because now that I have been saying my wife, I've been saying that for a solid six months now. Thank you very much. I think well, another six months is definitely uh, uh, looking good. And I'm, I've been using the, oh, my wife and I thing often and it's actually kind of exciting to me because i love seeing the reaction it's almost like this minute switch that happens in people's brains where they're like oh i'm talking to a gay person oh she's married okay and they have to basically like turn a switch off in their brain and start thinking in a different way and i i you can see it no matter what even if there's no flinching i know it happens and there's also a, a an overcompensation that happens where they yeah. want to immediately start saying how much they support you being gay right or the, and and i felt like i because of the way this this female doctor said this and she goes oh my wife and i and she goes i know you weren't expecting me to say my wife and i and it put me in a position where i either had to say yeah, yes, yes, I was expecting that. Um, Which could she could be offended by, maybe. Or, or say, you know, the, what I was really thinking, which I think is the greatest thing you can say, which is, I don't care. Right. You know, I don't care comes across as you being like lethargic, lackadaisical. But for, for, 
I didn't. Frankly, if she said my husband and I, my husbands and I, oh, my, that would be great. Uh, I know, I know. You weren't thinking of my husband. I, you weren't thinking that I was part of a sex cult slash marriage. <laughs> I, it, would, it wouldn't have like no, none of it. It didn't pertain to anything I w- we were doing there. So I just was like. All right. So but the, then when she you said say? you weren't expecting me to say that, I felt like I started to catch myself saying, actually, I, I'll i have you know I host a show on a gay radio station. I'll, did you say I'll have you know? Well, I, I was <laughs> going to say I'll, ha- I ha- I'll have you know. Excuse me, doctor. I'll have you know. And I, I, I kind of froze for a moment and I just looked at her and I said, well, you know what? I can't wait to get home and tell my husband that story. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. I know, I know. You weren't expecting because my uh, wife is sitting right and here. Then I turned it right, and then I turned it right on her. Uh-huh. Ah, you weren't expecting that. She just ran out of the room. Ah! You weren't expecting a guy uh, with a husband to have a lopsided head baby, but here we I are. Was, <laughs> I was walking through the casino when I was in Vegas a couple weeks ago, and a, a guy was at one of those podiums where they try to get you to go to shows, right? Oh, right. And I walked right, right. by... And he's like, you rush right up to him because you're gay and you love shows. Yeah, I was like, hey, can I be in one? <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. I'm just doing jazz squares in front of the guy. Uh, he walked. I walked by, and he said, "Hey, excuse me, do you are you free tonight?" And I was like, uh, "No, I'm not." And then he was like, "Maybe you and your boyfriend or husband want to go to a show." Oh. And I turned around and I said, "My wife and I already have plans tonight." And then, and it gave me such joy to turn around and give him that yes. that retort. And he must have felt. And then he said, "Oh God, get away! You just got freak." <laughs> <laughs> All right. By the way, do you want to go to Mind Freak? Uh, <laughs> David Blaine. Um, Mind Freak is Chris Angel. Oh yeah, get Chris it Angel. Straight. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but um, he had a pause, and then he went. Uh, oh, oh! Well, that's that's great. Of course, yeah. like we know there would be all kinds of stuff that you and your wife can go to, like share. No, he, he, he <laughs> there's a like, share impersonator. There's a share at the wax museum. There's uh, there's a someone who looks like share who looks like share <laughs> at the blackjack table. Uh, there's a beauty salon here. You can get your hair to look like yeah. that's pretty so, pretty much covered. A lot. So I, it was a moment where I was like, kind of like, "F you, buddy! Don't assume that I have." A, a boyfriend or a husband just because I'm a woman but also it gave me such joy to be like I have a wife and and I don't think that there's a lot that's interesting or unique about me so it's kind of the one thing I have left going for me so well, I enjoy saying it I don't I don't think I would ever say by the way I knew you wouldn't probably think of that because I feel like that's kind of condescending I think the one thing he did assume about you correctly was that you didn't have plans that night <laughs> so I actually, and I didn't I, I didn't <laughs> I think that but, guy deserved his podium uh, we, have to take, not, we have to take a break afford yeah. another <laughs> show when we get back you get to ask me your question it's okay. the gay ma on the all new channel q it's uh, drop the subject is the show the gay ma is the segment channel q is the station listening on your uh, hd radios radio.com or your connected speakers be back in a moment with uh, my turn to get onto the hot seat or shall i call it the hot share <laughs> we'll do that after this on the all new channel q drop the subject we'll be right back Drop the subject. The all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject here. Allie, that's me. Kevin is over there. If you want to follow the show, please do. At DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. And follow the station as well at We Are Channel Q on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, you could also download the Radio.com app if you haven't already. Give us a little a heart or a like. Write us a review if you're feeling so inclined. Because, you know, every business and every person lives and dies by reviews. We are in the middle of the gay MA. Kevin asked me a very interesting question about something that his doctor said to him about her and her wife. My lesbian doctor. Yes, your your dyker. Oh, good one. <laughs> I was going to call her my Doc Martin. <laughs> Either one would have worked. Man, I like both. We are clever. I think there should be a gay gay uh, gays only doctor's office where it's oh, only gay doctors. That, oh, the do- anyone can go there, but only the doctors. Only the doctors are gay. Are gay. Well, that's an yeah. interesting idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, here is my question for you. Among the gay community, especially Pass. among other, le- <laughs> especially when I see another lesbian, say if I'm at a gay bar or something, yes, there is a, sort of a nod of like, hey, you're both in, gay, yeah, yeah, right. You're in the clique, right? Right. Is there something similar for straight dudes? Where when you first meet a straight dude, yeah, we paint our chests and we go to we go to sporting <laughs> events together. 
I just feel like there is similarly this kind of, uh, hey, you're another straight guy. What's up, bro? All right. Kind of a camaraderie. There's like a, a bro camaraderie among straight men. Not that it's a bad thing to have that. I'm just saying, I think there is there a little bit of a... Uh, Hey, we're in this secret, not so secret group together, and we're automatically connected. Uh, the answer is n- no, because I don't think people in the quote unquote majority feel the need to connect. I think sometimes you'll see a guy wearing like a a, a sports hat of a team you like. Let's say you're in a different city, but you're wearing a chicks. You know, I love that team too. Yeah, go chicks. <laughs> there is. A, I'll give you the example, and it's not going to put me in the best light, but I I don't mind admitting this. If a, a very attractive woman walks by. All right, I'm here. No, not you. <laughs> I said a very, attra- a very attractive woman. So like the opposite of you okay. walks by. And sometimes what will happen is oh. uh, a, uh, two guys that have never met before, don't know each other, don't know anything about each other, will observe each other both checking checking out out, and then there will be a moment where they will then connect eyes and give each other kind of the whole like oh did you see that yeah (laughs) i saw that and it's kind of a look of like and i know it's probably not a popular thing to say in this era that we live in and and i and i'm i don't even know if it happens as much as it used to and i'm not talking about the whole you know cat calling and woo woo and hey yeah and even Allie will admit that she checks out women that she finds oh, yeah, attractive yeah of course to. everybody it's, checks out people that they're i've heard uh, doctor um, um who's the doctor on loveline doctor dr uh, chris dr chris i've heard dr chris say that there's nothing wrong with you know uh, admiring uh, other people that that's like in our we're, you know we have we're attracted to we have eyes they work Right. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I. But do you have that same reaction over a woman versus like a car? If you see a real nice car driving by, um, two straight guys are watching the car, giving that, it a look, and then going. That's, that's never nice, happened for that? me. That's you know, nice. I know we talked earlier in the show about the guy who picked his nose in the Rolls Royce. Yeah. Uh, maybe if we saw that happen. I mean, because I saw some straight dudes doing that the other day, where it was a really nice car in the parking lot, and both of them did not know each other, and then all of a sudden came together around this car and just started doing straight stuff. No, just talking if they came straight. together around the car. They're not straight. <laughs> <like> that is <laughs> that is uh, that is the definition of yeah. not being straight, right there. <laughs> it was a very light blue car. Well. <laughs> um, but I, I think that it just having that common thing all of a sudden made them bond with this straight dude bond being like, yeah, look at the rims. Yeah, is that a 1957? I mean, anyway, see you later. Kind the, of the stereotypical answer would be uh, sporting events and like Things. hot chicks are what, I did that in air quotes, but you couldn't see that, are what could bring guys together and maybe food too, like a very like, oh. you know, not that, you know, as we said, you know, you, you love pizza as much as I do. It doesn't matter what your sexuality is, uh, but like a really good pizza or like a giant steak. Yeah, like a big, big, a beautiful steak. Big, beautiful steak, you know, or like sometimes, like, um, there's this one barbecue place where there's like a long line and they only put it out once a week, and like guys will wait in line and, uh, and they'll, they'll, they'll like talk about, like, I'm going to get 12 sausages, <laughs> and I'm going to get 15. <laughs> and it's uh, a couple of straight guys bonding. Like bonding just over bonding, how much meat they're going to order. Bonding over a penis shaped meat in line for the barbecue place. Well, then I will just close it out by saying I am a little jealous that I am not automatically included in those uh, side looks. I would would imagine like, you know, if I see a beautiful woman walking by, I'd like to look at a straight guy and be like, yeah, I'm with you, buddy. I think that um, you would have to go back to my question and let them know, like if they're checking, you would have to I know you didn't know. (laughs) I also- Expect me to look at that girl's ass, but but I did. did. I'm also a woman and I like women, so (laughs) we're expecting that, were you? Uh, This has been the Game A. It's the all new Channel Q. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. I can't believe, oh, we have to uh, talk about- have to talk about people that are satisfied or not at their jobs briefly before we say goodbye to you, but to also tell you how you can hang with Channel Q at the Coachella Casa, as I've been calling it. We'll uh, talk about that after this on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. It is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. That's Allie. This is Kevin. You want to find Allie on the socials? Her name is Your Allie Johnson. Find her, follow her, like her, etc. Complain about her jokes if you're offended by them. You can find me at the Kevin Klein on the Instagram, on the Twitter. 
Before we get out of here, officially, and tell you about how you can hang out with us at the Channel Q Coachella experience, Ali, um, what percentage of people do you think are satisfied at their jobs? Because I would have assumed the number would have been like 4%. <laughs> I think that the the percent the percentage used to be low and I think that when millennials entered the job force they decided I'm never going to take a job that I don't love and that I don't want and also I can be just a blogger on a sailboat and make a lot of money so I think that the number is higher than it used to be but I would still imagine it's got to be no higher than 55%. So you're saying it's right around the divorce rate? Yeah, I think it's about the divorce rate. In general, no matter what it is, work, marriage, etc., half the people are happy, half the people are unhappy. Yeah, I would think that it, I mean, a job is like a marriage. You're like, all right, I'm all in. This is this is the thing. This I'm going to invest my time, my money, my, you know, my, my life. I'm going to dedicate my life to this. Sweat equity. Yeah, exactly. And then before you know it, your job cheats on you and you got to leave. According to uh, research just revealed earlier this morning, a national survey shows that what, as it pertains to American workers, 85% of them are happy with their jobs. And uh, this was a. And by comp- happy, do they mean miserable? No, that's that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, they really spelled unhappy wrong. They left out the first part of it. CNBC Survey Monkey polled close to ten thousand professionals nationwide across a ton of different industries, and they found that people are generally satisfied with their jobs as it pertains to compensation, what they do on a regular basis, if they're getting enjoyment out of it, if they feel like they're actually doing something that serves a bigger purpose as opposed to just like building cogs for some sort of machine, you know? I think that people who take surveys are happy with their jobs. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. The people that agreed to take the survey already, are it's happy. flawed. They're like, sure, I got time to take a survey. I work from home, like part-time. Meanwhile, the person who wasn't taking the survey was out smoking a cigarette looking for their next job. Right, exactly. Or like the person who spends their days mopping up vomit. like They don't bathroom. have time for surveys. Yeah, they don't have time for surveys. They just sit there and get you know they're pissed about their job and then they just all they do is work and sleep and eat so i don't think they really have survey time so i think that this number i don't i think this i'm going to call bs on this i think that it's way lower i think it's 55 percent at max the uh, five categories that were used to gauge the happiness include the following pay opportunity contribution autonomy and meaning autonomy autonomy that's right like how much power you have? I think yeah, I think it's like how much they're allowed to kind of do as they would, as opposed to having like oh, a like, bu- be, a bu- like not being micromanaged, right? And stuff. Yes, I, I think I think that's and I think those are uh, fair characteristics. What about um, vacation time? Vacation time was not uh, one of the reasons that they. Um, what that about ping pong tables in the office? I think that people don't care about that anymore as much. Anyway, I just want to let you know. Huh. So if you're not happy with your job, you're in the minority. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you're listening to us and you're at work, we're making your day just a little bit happier. And I don't find it a coincidence that in the same time that Channel Q has started broadcasting all this great uh, programming for people to check out, uh, people seem happier at their job. Maybe that's because uh, they're listening to us. Well, and we're about to make you happier because you could possibly join us at Coachella House. This could be considered a job perk, Kevin. We yeah. have the opportunity to go to the Coachella House and hang out, and you can hang out with us. If you just go to wearechannelq.com, you can uh, enter for your chance to win access to the Channel Q Coachella House. The lineup has been announced. I believe the 1975 will be there. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Online contest only. Okay, so you got to do this on the website. Uh, you can. This gives you access to two uh, for two people to get into the Coachella House. Exclusive interviews and performances will be um, going on all weekend long, and it'll be all poolside from festival artists and whatnot. There's only one way to win, and that is to go to wearechannelq.com and to enter. The dates are uh, April 12th through the 14th, so it's weekend one of Coachella, and uh, the house is at a secret location. So if we told you, we'd have to kill you. Don't make us kill you. Instead, do what Ali said, and we'll see you in the desert. Uh, Cannot wait to uh, be there broadcasting from Palm Springs with you guys, and I would imagine uh, lots of flavored seltzer. (laughs) This is Channel Q. We will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for spending some of your Wednesday with us. Uh, As always, you can follow the show at DTS Show. Follow the station at We Are Channel Q. And until tomorrow, we say bye. Curious.